Well, hello there. I'm Tracy Resch Williams, business coach and consultant for Alaska Tracy. Businesses work with me that are seeking calmness, clarity, and prosperity. Using my vision mapping framework, I guide them on their journey to success. On this podcast, you can enjoy hearing inspirational stories of success, as well as business tips and tools that you can actually use. So thanks for joining in. And oh, please remember, click the subscribe button, invite your friends and leave a comment. Thank you. Hello and welcome to this episode of Alaska Tracy podcast. You are joining me today with a really special guest that I met years ago and she was my virtual assistant and helped me tremendously in the growth of my business. Her name is Sophie Zolman and she's your business's new best friend. (laughs) She is a certified online business manager social media manager, and customer acquisition specialist. Sophie has been providing next-level business support services to coaches, consultants, and visionary entrepreneurs for the last 20 years. Sophie is devoted to helping entrepreneurs achieve their dreams. When she started her business, she was lucky to have some incredible mentors along the way, and she's now paying it forward by sharing what she's learned and giving business owners the support that they need to reach the next level. She is a skilled chaos coordinator, I love that, with a passion for organization and has used her talents to give business owners back their time so they're free to focus on scaling their business and making more money. Sophie loves creating strategies and systems to empower businesses to do more. When Sophie's not helping business owners build their empires, she's spending time with her husband, her kids, and her adorable grandson, and she's preferably at the beach. Sophie's a coffee addict. Of course, I love her. (laughs) An 80s rock aficionado and a proud muggle with a passion for all things Harry Potter. Sophie's still waiting for an invitation from Hogwarts to arrive, but until that day comes, she'll use her magic to take your business to the next level. And I am thrilled to have Sophie on this episode, as well as to partner with her in the upcoming year for those businesses that are coaching with me that are seeking to up-level. Sophie is your go-to to help you do that to help you delegate so that you can do what you love to do. Let's welcome my friend and business associate, Sophie. Hello, Sophie. Welcome. Hey, Tracy. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be so much fun. We always have so much fun when we get together. We do. We were just chatting nonstop before I hit record. So Sophie and I were trying to figure out when we connected and it was back in 2013 because I still have a pile of emails when you helped me. And back then I had leapt from real estate to start a social media business called, which is still Alaska Tracy. And you were helping me way back then. And I don't even know how we found each other. 
social media because that's the way I, that's the only way I was finding people back then. Right. Social media was my bread and butter from 2009 when I started my business. Actually, it started before I started my business because I got on social media in early 2009 and marketed and networked my tail off. I made connections to where I needed to start a business instead of be a freelancer. So I launched the business toward the end of 2009 and social media was my only marketing avenue at the time because I had no money for any kind of paid marketing. And so I'm sure we met on social media and then had a call and went, yeah, this is a no brainer. Let's work together. And we did. Was it through Mari Smith's coaching stuff? No, it wasn't. I don't think so. Wow. So Let's back up a little, Sophie. What did you do before you started on your own or before I met you, before 2013? Before 2013, um, I, you know, I, I was, I've been doing this for 21 years. My youngest is 22, and I started working from home when she was one because I needed to help support the family we needed a dual income family, but working a job, all my money would have gone to daycare for two kids because she was my second. And there was no point in working a job that wasn't going to actually help the household. So I got online and looked at the freelance websites where you could get freelance work because I've done customer service. I've done, you know, virtual assist. I've done, you know, executive assistant, you know, and, and I put, I got on this one website. It's now called guru.com. But back then it was called emoonlighter.com. And I put myself up there with my skill set and I got a remote customer service job with a guy in New York who needed a customer service, a virtual customer service representative for his company. And I worked with him for almost four years and I started out doing his customer service. And by the end of it, I was running his half a million dollar company. Oh my gosh. And, but I was doing it for $12 an hour. I had no idea what my skill set was worth. I had no idea what I was doing, um, but I finally burned out and was just crazy with the stuff. So I ended up quitting and taking some time off to be a stay-at-home mom. And then eight months later, our house started having things that needed to be fixed and repaired. So all that money we had set aside so I could quit went into the house. I had to work again. So I went back to that same website and I said, I'm not doing e-commerce. I'm not doing what I did for that guy before. I want to do something different. And because I have a really good ear and I'm a fast typist, I got into transcription. And I found a transcription gig that, let, that tra- trained me officially in transcription. And that's where I met all the online entrepreneurs like you, the coaches, the consultants, the info product people, because I was transcribing their teleseminars. You remember teleseminars? Yes. Oh my God. It was long before the webinar and the Zoom calls. I was transcribing their teleseminars. And I met people like Kim DeYoung and Fabian Fredrickson and Kendall Summerhawk because I was transcribing their teleseminars. And I went, oh my God, these are the people I want to work for. These are the people I want to help. So I launched myself back out there as a virtual assistant, knowing more about what that meant and what I was worth as far as what to charge. And then I got on social media and I, for six months, I was living on it, just talking to people, networking, talking about the skill sets that I had and all those things. And that's when other virtual assistants said, Hey, can we subcontract you? We want to hire you to do work for us. 
And I was like, absolutely. But that's when the business had to be born because I had to be, I'd ha- I had to have a business entity to cover all my personal assets, the family asset, but also to cover them and, and the work with me. So that's when Sophie Zoe was born. And that was October of 2009. And I was just a solo VA business for several months. I was working with a coach or mentor named Kim DeYoung. She's one of those people I met on one of those teleseminars I transcribed. I got <laughs> online and I went, I'm going to go find Kim DeYoung. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I joined her little bitty, she had this just little coaching program. And, and she, you know, she's the one that first got me started in the team-based business. Cause after months of working with her and, and getting, getting client hits that of stuff I didn't know how to do, didn't necessarily want to do. I was referring people. She's like, girl, stop that. Don't refer it out. Ask them to join your team and be a part of your team and subcontract it to them. You keep the client, you keep the revenue and you get to pay people to do the work. And I'm like, huh, brilliant. So that's what I was doing when you and I met four years later in 2013, I was doing that. I I was doing the work, but I also had a team of people doing the work. And that's where my first evolution of Sophie Zoe into a team-based business was. Um, And it was all because of that. And then I grew and I, you know, we we were a jack of all trades. We did anything and everything online business. And I decided in 2016 that I was like, you know what? I'm tired of being a jack of all trades. I'm tired of doing all kinds of things. And so I was like, you know, I love social media. I mean, it's been my bread and butter all these years. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get certified in social media. And then it's like, well, you know, business management and all that. I I know how I'm, I'm good at that. And I like doing that too. So I did dual certifications one in online business management, one in social media. And I went kind of solo again. I mean, I had a VA to help me and maybe do a little bit of client work, but I was mostly solo. And I went into social media management and online business management. And I did that for, um, for I did that. And then later that year is when I went to my first David Nagel event. And I went to learn from David Nagel and I was like, oh yes, this is how I'm going to build my six figure business. And, um, and I ended up signing up for his program, his virtual program. And I spent 18 months doing that. And within that 18 month period is when I actually hit the six figure mark. Oh my gosh. Wow. You've always been, uh, like I watch you cruising around to different seminars and conventions, and you've always been very growth minded. So then, so then you hit the six figure mark and then what happened? So I hit the six figure mark and I got to buy a bigger, I got to go into deeper coaching with David Nagel and I joined a group program with him and I was flying along and I started developing a second revenue stream for me um, because in 2018, um, as a part of that hitting six figures, I went exclusive with one of my clients who offered to pay me six figures to work just for them. So I went exclusive with them and I'd been working with them for like almost five years when they made the offer. So I was like, okay, cool, let's do this. And, and so I did that. And toward the end of 2018, I started develop, redeveloping the team model to have a second revenue stream because I knew I wasn't going to be able to scale bigger with that one client. And then at the beginning of, Jan- of 2019, they let me go. <gasps> I lost it all. I had nothing, no clients, no income, no revenue. I literally started over from scratch in January of 2019. Now, thankfully... I had bought a VIP day with David Nagel right before they let me go. So my husband and I huddled around the budget. We figured out what, I, what expenses I could cut, what my minimums were, and the, the debt I now had to David Nagel. <laughs> 
and said, okay, we're going to take X amount of personal money. And this is going to let you, we're going to help you pay that debt. But also this is going to support your business for six months. So you have six months to rebuild into a, you know, an income generating business, or I mean, you, you call it quits. So I went into my VIP day and fully fleshed out the team-based business, re-messaged myself, changed all kinds of stuff and started putting myself out there in that respect. And from then on, I ended up regrowing myself in just a year to back to six figures. In one year. In one year, I grew myself one year, 12 months from the day of the VIP day. So that was March of 2019. In March of 2020, I was back to the six figure mark. And 2020, pandemic and all, was my best year ever until this year, which is now my best year ever. Wow. What did you learn with that experience, that client? Well, I learned, well, partially I learned not to put all my eggs in one basket, obviously Mm -hmm. that can really, you know, that was it. But I also learned that I I learned a lot about what I was allowing myself to be a part of, because even though I'd been with them for five years, that last year of the relationship became very toxic, very unhappy and unhealthy but I was powering through it because it's six figures and it's great. And I, you know, I, it, I can give you this, I can do this. And I was not seeing the forest for the trees of, you know, just how miserable I was, how unhealthy it was. And that not only was it the singular client, but it was not an ideal client. It was not a good client relationship, even though I had been with them for so long, it really changed when I became exclusive with them. It was really crazy. Because when they let me go that day and I went down to my husband's office crying my eyes out, he looked at me and he said, good, I am glad. And I went, excuse me? I was freaking out. And when I went to my, because under the David Nagel program I was in, I had had a little, an accountability coach that I could have 15 minute calls with. I texted her, I said, Liz, something awful's happened. I need to talk to you. And I got on the phone with her and I told her what happened. She goes, good. I'm glad. I'm just like, okay, why does nobody get this? But I learned through, I mean, in hindsight, it was the best thing that could have happened to me because it really was not a great relationship. They were not an ideal client. I learned a lot about myself and what I, you know, just how much I was willing to tolerate, which is not a good thing. If you're tolerating something, you need to get rid of it because it doesn't mean it's a good thing for you. I learned about what an ideal, you know, I I got to explore what is my ideal client? Who do I really want to work with? Oh, and by the way, I don't want to do this by myself. I want a team. I want support, not only from my coaches and mentors, but I want a team that that helps me run the business, my business and grow my business and helps my clients. And it has grown into this beautiful entity that I never would have had if I had stayed with that one client, even though I was trying to do it on the side. I would have never had the focus, the time and the mental and emotional space to really devote to it, to create what I have now that is the most amazing evolution of my business that I am completely happy with. I I hit multiple six figures this year. That was my goal. And I could have never done that tied to that toxic client. Oh my gosh. Side business. And the difference too, because I remember 
And I could look back at those emails as I was scrolling them before I hit record. I was like, man, I, I would like, we were like, we didn't have clear boundaries, <laughs> right? I'd be like, Sophie, no, change this. No, do this. And then we did the, um, we worked on my website a little bit earlier this year and you're very specific. And so you, yeah, your confidence level and your sort of expectations of, nope, this is what I, we talked about, the, like, is so different. Oh, yes. I, yeah. Boundaries, clear expectations, clear communication. Um, you know, this is your know, scope of work. This is what I said we'll do. If you want more, you have to pay more. We have to change the scope of work, those kinds of things. Now, granted, in my rebrand and redesign that just happened last month through my, my new coach who I'm working with now, um, you know, I did develop packages, but they're still scope of work based to a certain extent. And they do have limitations. You can't just pay me X amount of dollars for package one and then go, oh, but I want this, this and this. It's like, no then we need to graduate to package number two or even package number three. And we need to up the ante and the skill level and the things we're doing, the resources that are going to be involved here, because yeah, I, I don't, there, the boundaries and the, you know, being able to communicate clear expectations, what we will do, what we won't do, what it costs and, and being unapologetic about it, because I can tell you my price points are the highest they've ever been since that rebrand and the packages I've put together, they're the highest they've ever been. But I have complete confidence in them. I am worth every penny of that. I know I'm worth it. And my team, it's not just me. My we are worth every penny of it and then some. And I, it just, it's a whole different space to be in mentally, emotionally. And it makes me able to confidently walk into a, a you know, a, a discovery call to know, to get to the bottom of the, are they a fit? Can we help them? And be able to clearly state how we can help them and what it costs. And it's either yes or no. And if you, if it's a no, great, totally understand. I can help you find someone that's a better fit for you if you'd like, or I can recommend, you know, Jane Smith over here. You could try her, but you know, I ha and I, the boundaries of, of what is a yes and what is a no. I mean, I actually released, I actually let go of my last non-ideal client in November. Yay. My 30 day notice, November 1st. And we ended on, on December 1st and, and just, and just letting, you know, I let that, that was a boundary that it's, it didn't start out that way. It started out as a great relationship, a great working relationship, but as her business grew and as her expectations and whatnot changed, but weren't vocalized or communicated and then her, you know, I raised my prices along the way during that, our time together. And, you know, just, she did not get what I do. She did not get why I charge so much. And it's like, and then, and she was, and she was, she abused the boundaries, not me or anything like that. But, you know, she'd be like, we're going to do X, Y, and Z this month. And I'm like, okay, just give us, you know, warning here's let's, and then everything was always last minute, no matter how much planning she did and no much how, you know, all her best intentions of getting stuff done on time. We were always jumping out, jumping through hoops, trying to get stuff done last minute. And it was just, it was stressful for me, my team. And as much as we liked the money, it wasn't worth it. Plus she couldn't afford us. Plus was it was probably stressful for her. It was. Yes. 
it was stressful for all of us. It was no longer a happy relationship, a good relationship, but it wasn't, you know, there was no animosity or hostility or anything, but it was clearly, we had grown in two different directions. My business model and my pricing structure no longer fit her business model and her concept of what a position needs to be paid and the work they need to do for that pay. They had just gone in two totally different directions. And I mean, so it was an amicable split, you know, we're still great friends, all of that. But for me, especially the space that it opened up for me to be able to really step into my new packages, my new pricing, my new brand and go, this is who I am now. This is who I'm going to be. And that is all in the past. And it's going to stay there. We're not taking any more unideal clients. We're not making any deals going, oh, well, you can't afford this. Okay, well, let's cut the price. No more. No more. We just had this talk. <laughs> <Didn't> we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. You know, before the before we started recording this, yes. this this episode, definitely. Yeah, because you know, it's I'm not alone in that. There are so many people out there who right. underprice themselves, undersell themselves, or if they do raise their prices and have this really grand package, if someone boxes and says, oh, that's too expensive, I can't afford it, they're like, oh well, okay, well then let me give you a discount. Right. Right. And the resentment that comes of that, I know from my own experience to watch the women that I'm working with charging what they're worth and going, oh, wait a minute. What? And then going, oh, I did that to myself. Wait a minute. Absolutely. I, I am worth way more than that. And, you know, that's yes. right. That that continual, how, how is that benefiting somebody to keep undercutting? Well, like what kind of coach do you want? Exactly. Well, and the other thing, you know, and, and someone who's new to you, not necessarily, you know, someone who's not worked with you before, you know, if you're trying to sell one of your programs to them and, and the price really is too low, they're going to look at it and say, well, I may, I must not going to be learn a whole lot because, you know, she's only charging me I don't know, $500. It's just a random number. She's only charging me $500 for this three month coaching program. I can't possibly, you know, what's that? There's not going to be anything worthwhile in a $500 coaching program. If she's worth her salt, you know, right. Well, because price does have perception to it. And it's, a you know, I mean, sometimes it's, uh, you know, the perception is skewed, but in a lot of cases there is valid perception of, oh, well, they only charge $500 $500 for their coaching program, they must not be very experienced or they must not teach much. I might not, I probably won't get a whole lot out of this because it's only $500. Right. Right. Cause you know, you are worth it. You are enough. You have years of experience with business building and you know what you're talking about. It's not like you aren't a newbie. Right. I mean, right. Tracy, we were together eight years ago. You're, and I know you've got more experience than that. Yeah, I mean, I know there's beyond that eight years of my, me knowing you. You have so much to bring to the table and you're so generous. And, you know, but there's, a, you know, you're, you're too generous. <laughs> and that's generous. why not a lot. Of, yeah, it's yeah. So and a lot of people are like, it's not it's it's a common you know, falter in some in a coach. And it's not just in the coaching industry. I mean, look at me. I did that, you know, that first four years with that guy in New York, I $12 an hour to run a half a million dollar company. Are you kidding me? $12 an hour to run a half a million dollar e-commerce business. 
that had thousands of products for sale. And I was doing all the vendor re relations, all of that. And I did it for $12 an hour. I've been there, done that. I know, you know, and I, and it still took me a while to learn those kinds of things. I mean, look at, you know, in 2018, I went for the gold with this one client that said, offered me six figures. I'm like, oh yeah, this is it. This is my gold. I did. I literally called them my golden goose. Yeah, that golden goose started passing non-golden eggs. <laughs> and what a gift they gave you. Yes. What that, the golden egg actually was when they let me go and fire right. me. Right. Yes. Thank that you. That was very my much. true golden well, egg from that yeah. golden goose. Yes. Right. So Sophie, when people, when businesses come to you to work with you, what can they, what what who are they? What are they looking for? They are, they are coaches and consultants and online entrepreneurs who have hit that mid six figure level ish solo or with just a couple of people helping them along the way that are ready for that next level, whether that be, you know, high six figures, seven figures and beyond, but they know that it's time to get a team. It's time to get everything on the back end of the business off their plate and not have to lead or manage that team themselves. They literally want an all-in-one team who is going to help them strategize, plan, manage, and do. And so they're coming to me to fill all those holes in their business easily. And, you know, if they're at that mid six figure and above level, it's affordable too, because even at my, you know, I said my new price points are higher than they've ever been, but they're in line with my ideal client. Okay. They're in line with, the, you know, a startup obviously is not ready for me unless they happen to have a lot of capital to invest in the business and they want to jumpstart their business. Generally speaking, though, they're a well-established mid six figure to high six figure business owner who is tired of doing it all. They want to really focus on their genius, creating new services, new products, new what new revenue streams for the company that they know they can't do and continue to run the business run their VA and any other part-time people they may have helping them with the business. It's time to, it's like, it really is go big or go home. And right. that's where they're at. They're really ready to go big or go home. And they're, re they're re ready and willing to invest in themselves in their business. And they're ready to let go. They're ready to stop being that control freak or they're ready. They're, they don't want to be the micromanager anymore. They really are ready to let go and be free. Because the other side of that is not only do they get to grow their business to the next level, but they can actually leave that business for a week's vacation and totally unplug right. because they know me and my team have all of it covered. And there's no need to pull up the laptop and go, I got to answer email today, or I got to have a coaching call with my client. No, you don't go have fun, go to the beach, go to, go to Alaska, <laughs> go to Australia, <laughs> go wherever go have fun, unplug and enjoy yourself, your family, your friends, whatever, have your evening back, have your weekends back. It all is a big part of that. They're really ready for that freedom and that, that change in, they want to grow the business, but they want that free lifestyle that goes with it too. They don't want to be tied to their business seven days a week. They don't want to do that anymore. And now with me on their side and my team, they don't have to. So you implement systems email, marketing, social media, website, you implement those 
for them. Yes. And if they don't have those kinds of systems and things developed, we develop them with them. Yes. We can create the systems. We can create the, the SOPs for the company. We can fully optimize their business into, you know, operational structure, marketing structure, but then we also implement it and manage it and maintain it and update it as needed. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's the whole, it really is the whole kit and caboodle. It really nice. is. How many companies do you work with? Right now I have about a half a dozen clients. Wow. And, um, and I'm in, you know, I'm growing, I'm, I'm looking to add two to three clients a month mm-hmm. ongoing and because with the team and, and the package level and all of those things, I have the capacity to bring on two to three clients a month. And also I have the capacity to grow the team as needed because I have this huge network of people that I can pull that I can hire to bring into my team and say, okay, we need more digital marketing VAs. We need more VAs. We need more copywriters. Um, you know, we need, we need a couple of OBMs and that, you know, I, I can bring in fellow OBMs to help with the management and it just can grow exponentially. What's an OBM? Online business manager. Gotcha. <laughs> the certified online business manager that I am. Not everybody's certified, but I am. But, you know, we could, I can literally build the team of every person you need in your business all in one place. You don't have to put out, you don't have to put out job descriptions, vet resumes, have interviews. It automatically comes with me and my team. Nice. Very nice. I look forward to meeting or working with you this year as, as my coaching business uh, continues to develop and grow because a lot of the clients do need that help stepping away from all that. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, even, even those early on businesses and the ones that have just crossed the six figure mark most of them have coaches and consultants teaching them things they need to do to grow their business and they're implementing it all themselves right. or they're not, and they're not growing and they're right. not getting where they want to be. Because a lot of times when you're working with a coach and believe me, I'm guilty of it until this I, I really made a commitment to my current coaching program, but I know I've been there you get into this coaching program, your coach is telling you all these things you need to do to grow your business. And you go like, okay, great. And you start going to implement and you're like, oh my God, I am so overwhelmed. And I just, I don't, I don't know how to do this. Now I got to go try to find somebody to do the work for me. And they stop and they, they don't really, they don't utilize all those resources and, and they don't, they don't even really know how to effectively hire to delegate to get someone else to do it. Right. And so, you know, that's part of what we do too. We can, we can teach them what can you delegate? What needs to be delegated? Where do we need systems? Where do we need automations? You know, I've had clients in the last few years who still schedule their client calls by email and offering them X date, you know, can you do this day, this day, this day? And I'm like, no, 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 no. That is not scalable. That is not manageable. That is not effective or efficient. You need a scheduling tool and you need this and you need that. And we can build all that into that because there are areas that can be automated and they don't even realize it can be automated. in right. some cases. Right. Oh, it's so exciting. I look forward to uh, working with you in the new year and helping way more people to grow. 
Um, the last question I ask everybody that I interview, how do you define success in your life? For me, success is not only hitting the, the revenue goal of the business, but being able to enjoy my life, to be able to walk my talk, what I teach my clients, what I'm doing for my clients, I'm giving them the space to live life as they grow their business and make the revenue numbers and all the things they want to do. I am my success for me is being able to walk my talk and do the same to be able to hit my business growth that I want to hit, but to be able to have my, the life I desire too. And one of those things for me, that is a very specific success for me. And, and one of my biggest whys right now is my husband and I want to buy a house on the beach in Florida well before retirement. Nice. We actually want to move there and live there long before we retire and live the beach laptop business lifestyle. That is, that when I get that goal, which is slated for 2023, that will be my definition of a success. I will have my company running the way I want it to. I will be able to have the life I want to have. And I will be living on the beach in an amazing beach house, doing what I want to do on the beach every single day. Nice. Wonderful. I love that, Sophie. I thank you so much for taking the time uh, to do this interview and for sharing your goodness with us today and uh, look forward to our continued relationship moving forward. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm happy to share my story because, you know, everybody needs that, that they need to hear these things. They need to hear how, you know, people have grown a business, failed, grown a business, right. failed in some other way. I love, I love being able to share that. And I definitely look that look forward to us getting back together and working together like we did eight years ago, but on a even better, higher, more fun level. Yes. Hey, Sophie, how can people connect with you? Oh, yes. They can go to my website, sophiezo.com, S-O-P-H-I-E-Z as in zebra, O.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Clubhouse as Sophie Zoe or the Sophie Zoe if someone stole my name before I could get it. <laughs> and, uh, and actually on LinkedIn, I'm Sophia Zolman, my actual full birth name. But you can find me on all those places. And I have a podcast too. So you can find me and learn more about the things we do and teach on Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. It's on all the platforms for, for podcasts. Nice. And I'll put that in the show notes for those of you reading the show notes. Connect with Sophie Zoe. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you for listening, everyone, to this episode. Please remember, click the subscribe button, leave a comment and or a review and share with your friends. Thank you so much. Until the next time.